From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Cleveland's mayor and city council say they plan to make $100,000 available for women in the city who must travel out of state to get an abortion. ONN's Neil Fisher in Cleveland has more. Cleveland Mayor Justin Bibb and the city council announced six different plans to support women here in the city. The plans include not prosecuting abortion-related crimes, deprioritizing enforcement, a reproductive freedom fund, city employee insurance, a commitment to not keeping pregnancy information and representing Cleveland at the Ohio Supreme Court. I spoke with City Council President Blaine Griffin. We felt it was important to do whatever we could to put forth money or whatever we need to do in order to support these women. I'm Neil Fisher. A judge in West Virginia's capital blocked enforcement of that state's 150-year-old abortion ban on Monday, opening the door for abortions to resume there, at least for now. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. A judge in Charleston granted the Women's Health Center of West Virginia a preliminary injunction against the ban, saying that in the absence of action by the court, the state's sole abortion clinic and its patients, especially those who are impregnated as a result of rape or incest, are suffering irreparable harm. West Virginia's Attorney General Patrick Morrissey decried the ruling and says his office will appeal the decision to the state Supreme Court. I'm Tracy Townsend. Daily press conferences with Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan and Police Chief Steve Milet that were announced earlier this month to provide updates in the shooting death of Jalen Walker will transition to only take place on an as-needed basis. That announcement was made during yesterday morning's press conference, which came one week after the briefings began. Also announced during yesterday's conference was the city's plan to implement a citizen review board. Here's Akron City Council President Margot Somerville. The board will provide an independent community voice to the mayor, city council, and also the chief of police in reviewing citizen complaints of the Akron police officers, analyzing public safety patterns and trends related to those complaints and regularly engaging with the community. Akron's mayor also signed an order to lift the downtown curfew that had been in place for days after the city released body camera footage showing the moment Walker was shot and killed on June 27th when eight Akron police officers opened fire during an overnight chase. Police say Walker had fired a shot at one point during the vehicle pursuit, but was unarmed at the time officers opened fire. A Cleveland police officer has sued another officer in federal court, claiming her rookie partner blindly shot her while confronting a man with a gun standing in a second-floor bathroom. ONN's Dave James has more. Jennifer Kilnap filed a lawsuit last week claiming Officer Bailey Gannon panicked two years ago when he saw the man standing with a gun to his side, fled down the stairs, and fired shots over his head, shooting Kilnap. The lawsuit says Gannon falsely told homicide investigators the man was pointing a gun at the door. Kilnap has been unable to return to duty because of her injuries and PTSD. Dave James, I went in news. Another hearing is coming this week as a panel in Washington looks into last year's riot at the U.S. Capitol. Former Deputy National Security Advisor Matthew Pottinger and former press aide Sarah Matthews are expected to testify. Matthews is from North Canton, Ohio. Both aides resigned immediately after the January 6th insurrection. The hearing is set for Thursday. The panel will examine what Trump was doing as his supporters broke into the Capitol. Monkeypox is on the rise around the country, and doctors say people should make themselves more aware of the situation. 
The Ohio Department of Health says Ohio currently has seven cases, not eight, and is now reaching out to the CDC to change that number. That may not sound like a lot, but doctors say it's likely much higher than that. Ohio Health's Dr. Joseph Gastaldo says right now we just don't have the ability to test for it very well. Right now in the state of Ohio, for somebody to get tested, a patient has to present. You have to call the health department to get permission for somebody to get tested. Uh, And that creates a little bit of a barrier. And again, uh, testing is done in Ohio at the ODH lab, and it's only Monday through Friday. Um, uh, with limited hours. The state of Ohio does not currently have a preventative vaccine to give to people for monkeypox. There are about 1,800 cases nationwide. In northwest Ohio, the city of Tiffin has its first female mayor. ONN's Dave James reports. Tiffin City Council voted 4-1 to last night to make third ward council person Don Iannantono the next mayor for the city of 18,000. Former Mayor Aaron Montz resigned to take a new role as president of the Tiffin-Seneca Economic Partnership. Members voted last week for at-large council member Zach Perkins to become the next mayor. He resigned from council the following day and announced he would not accept the mayoral nomination. Dave James on Winning News. The White House says gas prices could drop to an average of $4 a gallon nationwide very soon. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has more with White House economic advisor Jared Bernstein. Prices have dropped steadily over the past month. This is nothing close to a victory lap because we have much more to do to uh, achieve the president's agenda of helping uh, uh, families get some breathing room in this uh, tough environment, which is characterized by, of course, such highly elevated prices. The average price of gas here in Ohio is $4.37 per gallon. I'm Andrew Kinsey. The artist who created the iconic free rubber stamp sculpture in downtown Cleveland has died. Klaus Oldenburg was 93. Dedicated in 1991, the Cleveland sculpture remains the world's largest rubber stamp and is meant as a tribute to the emancipation of American slaves. A quick-thinking trash collector in Bowling Green is being praised for saving a woman on his route. I saw a lady um, laying on the porch, on the front porch, and I'm like... Mm, something doesn't look right here. Scott Beaker has been working for the city for nearly 30 years. He recently stepped up to help a woman who was passed out on her front porch after suffering a seizure. City officials recently honored Scott for his efforts. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.